Welcome back. Ooh, oh, that was only three beats. You said four beats. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three, boom. And we're in. And we're in. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. We're here at the interns. This is episode three. Three. Trace. Yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. man. Sick. Dude, we're, we're doing this. We're doing this. This is... This is hey, we're not yet set on a set schedule of, <laughs> you know, consistently putting them out weekly, but we're figuring it out. Getting we're gonna out. get. We're gonna get it. We're, we're gonna get it. Just take some time. Take some practice. Exactly. Exactly. We uh, we've also been thrown off our schedule because we're kind of in quarantine. We're in sort of in a sense. We're <laughs> in shelter in place technically, according to uh, the Santa Cruz County. Crazy. So. I've not been following that at all, and I really need to. Kind of. I don't even know if, sh- if I should say this. We'll get some backlash. So, you know, my uh, family came from Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm just going to say that they were here before the shelter in place <laughs> went through. <laughs> but that's for me to know if it's true and you guys to not ask about. Yeah. For me to know. Moving on. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. Moving I mean, on. I feel like a lot of people haven't even been like treating it as if there's a shelter in place no, in place. Yeah. Like I've seen more people outside walking yeah. their dogs and running and out on yep. the beach and stuff. Well, and that's, that's where I think that they were saying like the safest place for you to be if you're not in your own house outside. is outside where yeah. you can be in large space so where, like you can everybody s- took that and said, where you can well, stay six feet apart. Yeah. Go with it. Yo, that's, that's human nature though. I mean, I mean, I look at myself and I, I, I see myself as more as a homebody at times. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as somebody tells me, you know, you're mm-hmm. not allowed to leave your house. It's like, well, shoot, I'm going to go out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to Westcliff and I'm like, shoot. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but yeah, I think that's human nature. You know, they don't tell us not to do something because then that'll just make us want to do it more. For sure. <laughs> Amen, dude. Went to Pinnacles the other day. National yeah. Park. Where is that? That place is beautiful. It's like an hour and fifteen away inland. Really? Okay. Yeah, and it's okay. awesome. It's sick. Yeah, it's Heck, beautiful. Yeah. Man. You're a rock climber. That's the place to go. That's it. Here, Let's dude. go. So many rocks. Let's go. Oh, sure. I fell off a rock like ten minutes into the first hike. It just started moving. I started climbing a rock, dude. I was climbing, slipped off the rock, stumbled back on the trail, and the uh-huh. trail went. And then on the other side of the trail, there's like a big drop off hill. Oh shit. So I stumbled across the trail. Stepped off the drop off and then rolled down the hill. <laughs> How's your knee? <laughs> it's all right. It's been better. We're making it. Oh, we are. We are. Man. I know. I I spent two days at the. I, I got a solid eight hours at the beach When's in, the last in time two you days. Eight hours in the beach before the coronavirus. I I spent more time at the beach in the last couple days than I have in the <laughs> last. <laughs> yeah, in my life. Definitely since uh, summer for sure. Yeah. And that wasn't even here. That was that was when I was in Thailand. So it was like uh, yeah, so it was a different kind of beach. For sure. The waves were looking good. They were like calm. And oh, yeah. it was like one of those where it's like, I could go out if there weren't yeah, yeah. sixty five other people out there and For I sure. wasn't afraid of cooking it up. For sure, yeah. See that's the biggest thing is just being a cook around here is that you know, you gotta embrace it. Oh yeah. I'm in the kitchen all the time being a cook. <laughs> cooking it up. Bite you. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> no, me and my mom and little sister went down to Big Sur. <laughs> Like you could like there's like really nice waves just coming off there like I'm like shoot but there's nobody even out there. Dang. Say Big Sur one more time. Big Sur. I feel like you emphasized the Big Sur. Say Big Sur. We went out to Big Sur. <laughs> big Sur. Big. Big Sur is big. No. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's been such a weird transition. It almost feels normal, but it's not normal because like I expect to wake up at times to start doing like my daily routine. And then nothing, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, I walk outside, there's no cars in the parking lot. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. But it's an adjustment. It's a lot of fun, you know. I feel like this mm-hmm. is a good time to just truly just be in your own head. Yeah. And, and it can be dangerous, but yeah. figure some stuff out. Well, and like, it was funny. It It's new and different, but at the same time, like this last week, I've certainly gotten used to it a little bit. Even Jake himself yesterday or last night was like wait why are all those cars in the parking lot we're oh, used yeah. to having cars in the parking lot all the time at church mm-hmm. and after this like with this week there's been nobody and all of a sudden there's like six cars in the parking yeah. lot yeah and we're like wait what's going on we realized oh they're having church right now the live stream yeah for sure have you guys seen that check Watched it out this morning yeah it's pretty sweet yeah it was I like good it. i yet have not watched it sorry to uh Pastoral staff that is listening <laughs> to our podcast. Sinner. Uh, <laughs> um, I had Jesus to still loves you. To the airport. <laughs> no excuse. That's cool, man. I like they have the like at the end of the service too. They have all the photos of all the people. For sure, like yeah. Tag in and yeah. hashtag your yeah. photos. So you see all the people across the board watching. Did yeah. you guys send in a photo? No. 
the show. So like you know, Gracie and her dog Yogi. Oh, man. Made some fire cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. Shout out Gracie for the cinnamon rolls, man. Those are so good. So good. I need to let my stomach cool down. I need some. There's two more in there waiting I for you. so much today. Yes, you did. What's our first question there, Cowboy? Uh, first yeah, question. It, uh, it comes to us from uh, a good friend of mine, I guess. We, I, I've never actually met him. Um, <laughs> uh, childhood friend, Larry the Cucumber. Um, his <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> Instagram is Daily Jesus Love. Shout out um, Daily Jesus Love. For Ew, sure, yeah. Well, details. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. But uh, he wants to know, he's like, what is your proudest accomplishment? Ooh. Ooh. Take your first. Yep, I got one in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Good, you say that. I, like I, I know this. In uh, 2018, I hiked the Appalachian Trail. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. What? I had no idea. Dude. I've never talked about it before, ever. No, you yeah. haven't. No. <laughs> you don't even have anything, you know, inked onto your body to commemorate that incredible trail. No, I should though, shouldn't I? That'd yeah, be a should. good idea. Maybe a bumper sticker for the back of my car or yep. something too. Yeah. Maybe maybe just a few. Maybe even maybe a YouTube sort of, channel. Maybe. Dude, that would be I can call it like Jake Hikes or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something like it's that. Like, yeah, you know, Jake Hikes uh, spelled how do you spell it? Uh J A K E H I K E S. Although Jake Hikes on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, but like if I were to do it, I think I'd change it just back to Jake Link. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So if like hypothetically yeah. there was a YouTube channel, it'd be Jake yeah, hypothetic. Link. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> Sweet. How long? How long? How long is the Appalachian Trail, and how long did it take you? So the Appalachian Trail runs from Georgia to Maine, walking the entire distance, two thousand one hundred ninety miles, and I did it in about five and a half months. But I did it very leisurely, just like enjoying time, hanging out, stopping random towns, and stay for a couple of days, and it was fun, man. By yourself? By myself. I made some friends out there, but originally I started out by myself. It was great, and it sucked. <laughs> Both. That's. Hey, I'd get scared. I'd get to a town, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, there's a lot of that, but I'm sure, you just kind of figure it out. Hitchhike, meet some people. Two thousand seven hundred and. Two thousand one hundred. Sorry, two thousand one hundred ninety miles. That's a lot of miles. So of if you're to do a marathon. Yeah. Twenty six point two. Yeah, there is. Then it would take you like. I don't I'm know trying to do math. math. Yeah. That's what we got. Calculators. I just. Can't what is it, see 26. how many. 26.2? 26. 26.2. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So you basically walked 83 and a half marathons. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Dang. So <laughs> if you walked a marathon a day, it would still, which is like, I guess what they say, the average human, like if you just walked for 12 hours, like yeah. marathon, yeah. it'd take you 83 days. Yeah. And it's no days off, like just hauling too. Yeah. Just I'll walking. Zero days. Like That's crazy. No miles. So, yeah, man, it was cool. I'm pretty proud of that accomplishment. That's Thank you. Yeah, no, that is something. Not a lot of people can say that they've hiked the entire Appalachian Trail. Nope. I haven't yeah. hiked one mile of the Appalachian <laughs> Trail. Yeah, I've done a couple miles in it, and it's, it's, it's nice, but just, yeah, not the whole thing. What about you, Calvin? Dang, I was really hoping you were going to do. No. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> These are uh, things, don't you? Dang. Um, you did, like, 10 pull-ups this morning. Did. 10? 10-hole pull-ups. 10-hole pull-ups. <laughs> I did do 10-hole pull-ups. Um. No, I don't know. I there's there's been quite a bit. I don't know about the, there's not a whole lot of like accomplishment personal accomplishments that like stick out in my head. Things I've done um, just by myself or um, one thing that sticks out right off the bat was just um, like when I graduated from high school and I was like, oh yeah, that's like a big accomplishment because like I'm in my head like a lot of people are like, oh yeah. Well, Lots of people do it, but then there's also people who don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, it was definitely like a cool experience. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. <clears throat> I get to graduate with my AA at the end of this semester. What is an AA? It's an Associates of Arts, so it's a degree that you get after two years if you take oh. a certain amount of classes, a certain amount of general eds plus uh, a certain amount of like what they call like upper division or like classes for your degree. So. I'm more excited about graduating with that degree than I am about my high school degree. Yeah. Um, I just, I've been really blessed to travel a lot. So yeah. there's not like one accomplishment, but I can look back and be like, well, well, I didn't maybe spend five months or like do this massive accomplish, like this thing that I've accomplished. I've traveled to places like Israel or even I was talking about Thailand and um, Turkey. I've been to Turkey and Germany like so many times. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. those cool things, Yeah. I think, whether they're things that like I've done like accomplished or just like cool experience i've had i think those probably stick out a lot more than like one specific yeah accomplishment it's been a well-traveled 
Yeah, it's fun. Appreciate the accomplishment, man. Yeah. yeah. How many stamps you got in your passport? A lot. Um, Have you filled it up yet? Well, I've. when you travel in the military, mm-hmm. um, you get an official passport. Oh, so okay. it's a separate passport. Um, and then if you were part of the embassy, well, I don't have it in, I don't have it anymore because when my dad retired, um, then they, then they take them. They, but, um, and then when we were part of the embassy, you get a diplomatic passport, um, and it's black and it's like walking around with gold for travel. You like show the black passport and people instantly know that you're a diplomat and they just like all the extra security like goes away and it's just. It's yeah. not, you just have to go through security, but at passport control when you're sitting there and it takes a while, if you ever travel outside the country, yeah. Yeah. they look and you're like, oh, yeah, absolutely, like, you're in. and so, um, between that and then my passport expired, so I've had, um, so I've had four passports in total, Jeez. so, two normal, two, two normal, because, well, because, like, when you're a kid and you yeah. age quicker, like, yeah. it expires after five years, I think, you instead of, as a kid? Yeah, you yep. know that? Like, before 10 years old, it's, like, twice as quick. <laughs> yeah. You just, you change. You, you grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as a kid, it expires after five years. And uh-huh. so, when I got my first oh, one, okay. it was a five-year one. And then now mine's a 10. I think it's a 10-year one. Nice. I, um, could, I could be totally wrong. Random podcast facts. Don't don't fact check us. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, the two of those and then the official and the diplomatic at different times. So, between all of those, I don't know how many stamps. We figure. Easy. Easily in, easily in the 30s. Okay. Just, I figure, like, every time you go and leave, yeah. 15. Yeah, yeah. So, at least there, but yeah. could be more. Heck yeah. Sick. What That's about you, sick. Lando? Yeah. Um, I would say my biggest accomplishment, what year was it? I think it was 2014. When you met Hannah? Is that what you're going to say? Meeting your yeah, girlfriend? Yeah, <laughs> meeting my girlfriend. Yep, that was super cool. <laughs> no, well, that was pretty neat. I appreciate that. Now he's gonna listen to this and be like, "Well, why wasn't I?" You know, like making a call. See, but then he's gonna say, "Yeah, I was Hannah." And then Grayson be like, "Jake, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> where where am I?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know the date that I met Gracie. It was it was some months ago. <laughs> a couple months ago. Fall back. Uh, yeah, I think it was back in 2014. Me and a couple of buds uh, traveled out to Colorado and hiked Pikes Peak, which is a nice 14er. That's cool. And it's it was sick. I mean it was it took a couple only a couple days. So it wasn't like really like that long of a hike, not like, you know, five and a half months, you know, over the course of two thousand plus miles. Fourteen thousand feet, that's yeah, yeah. No, it it definitely was rough, but it was a lot of fun. but yeah, just doing that and I think just being able to add on to that, like because like on my bucket list is to travel and to uh, climb a mountain in every single continent. And so right now I have North and South America because that was the other one. And I climbed Rainbow Mountain in Peru. Hey, nice. But yeah, so now I just got to, you know, head overseas to start doing through Asia, hey, Europe, sweet. Australia, Africa, and Antarctica. Good luck yeah. with that last one. Hey, yeah. I'm going to do it, man. Antarctica, man. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yep. Maybe. So. In, uh, in fifth grade. Uh, you went to Antarctica? No, I did not go to Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, no, in fifth grade, I was a part of a, a homeschool co-op and... We basically did like history class together, and we had to give a presentation. I gave a presentation on on Peru. Oh, really? That was my. Heck yeah! We had to make. Sick. Had to make like a traditional dish. What did you make? Yeah, I made. Make? I made. It's called ceviche. Oh um, yes. So it's ceviche. So what they do is you can make it with I think other meat, but it's generally with seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, we did it with Ooh. shrimp. Um, but you take the the fish or the shrimp, and you don't actually cook it, but you have a mixture of like. Uh, orange juice and lime and lemon juice and like acidity really and and it's like a citrus and like acids that are like foods and you use the acids to actually cook the fish so it's um, it kind of sits in this thing probably for like I could be totally wrong I'm gonna say six hours but I could be way off and, <laughs> and you just stick it in the fridge for that long and then by the time you pull it out then it's good to go and like you can eat it with like chips or with yeah. like it's just it's good. goodness ceviche yeah, man. I'll have to make, make it sometime. Yeah, just say if anybody wants to make a ceviche and bring it in. Yeah. We'll have it on the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll sample the ceviche on the next podcast. Give you a review. Thank you. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Those are all of our accomplishments. You were gonna say something, and I can't remember oh, what it was. It was. I was just trying to think of a pun that had to do with Peru, like good Peru. Oh. I, don't know, I couldn't think wow. of anything. That's, that's, that's like good a job. A lot so better. <laughs>
No, you, well, you should have done because then uh, whenever I went to for like one of the delicacies was just like they literally I forgot what it was called, but they literally just like baked or grilled just a whole guinea pig. Yes. Yeah. And, and I can't remember what it is. I don't remember what it's called, but like I almost bought it, but I didn't. The most outlandish thing I did have alpaca steak. How's that? So good. Alpaca steak. Really good. True, it's dude. Like coca tea. We go backpacking, I'll pack a steak. <laughs> <laughs> and right, I'm gone. That concludes the Where the Interns podcast forever, as well as Jay's internship. Please, please leave. <laughs> That's your first strike. That's my first strike? All right, I got two more. <laughs> I'll use them wisely. We'll work on it. Um, yeah, I've never had a pack of... It, eating guinea pig sounds weird. The photos I've seen online make it look delicious. It, yeah. It, it looks delicious. Look, it is really expensive, though. Um, and I'm, I'm going to come back with the name of it for the next podcast. So if you don't want to look on the internet for the next week, then I will look it up and then you can find out next week. All right. Um, yeah, sweet. So Jake has seriously, seriously hyped up this episode. Oh, um, really the question that that he got from his brother Zeke, um, the goal was to have a warm up question that wasn't going to take very long and we just decided to talk. So it's already been. Sorry, no, she's gonna go for a long time. But yeah. um, tell us this this question and kind of yeah. Um, thought too before we said we can, we can maybe see, depending how long this goes we can maybe make this a two parter because this sure. question has a lot of room to go very very deep. Yeah, um, for sure. So this question is from my brother Zeke. Um, love you, man. Shout out Zeke, your boy, back in Kalamazoo. Um, I'm gonna read you the text like word for word what he sent, and then we can maybe interpret it. How we will. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, if I don't believe in what God says, does that make me a sinner or does that make me not accepted into heaven? Or do I have to fully devote myself to him or can I fully devote myself to him and still have other beliefs? Um, and so I asked him about that a little bit and I think the base of what he was asking is to call myself a Christian and believe that I'm saved, do I have to do 100% of everything that's in the Bible and really word for word follow God's commands or can I be mostly obedient and then still have my couple things that I hold on to because I don't necessarily think they're wrong or bad um, and would that in me doing that would that take away from my salvation does that sort of make sense mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay it's um, a good question it's a great question that's that's a thinker that's how old's your brother question. he is 17 that's yeah, a, but he's wise beyond his years, man. Heck yeah. You That's said that good. multiple times when talking about him, and that question just proves, dang, 17. Yeah. Carter, where are you at? You're 18. <laughs> Get on his level. Get on my little sister, Macy. He's, she's 17. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. You send us in some questions, yeah, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. and we'll, we'll compare. Yeah. Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> Dude, it's, that's a tough question, man. It's a heavy-hitting one. And, like, I think we all had a gut response. Yeah. Um, what do, you, what do you guys think? I'll, I'll so I'll just say right off the bat, because um, that's a good question. I think we can get into specifics and kind of talk about reasons why or why not or those kinds of things. But And one of you guys probably has the, the, the reference memorized. And I can't remember. Um, I was about to say it, and I can't remember. But Paul, I think it was in Galatians. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's put it in one of his letters. Um, it, is say, it says that it is by grace that we have been saved mm-hmm. through faith. And it's not by our own works and our own doing um, that we're saved. Specifically for the fact that nobody can boast about the things that they've done. Yep. And so I just, in my head, like, there's nothing that you can do, whether you haven't been saved yet or you have been saved. Nothing that you do before you've been saved or after you've been saved is going to add or subtract from your salvation. Hmm. Like, as, as far as, like, me... If I read my Bible all the time, if I go to church, if I do check all the boxes, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not going to be more saved. Right. There's nothing you can do to earn that salvation. extra salvation. The yeah. extra, extra salvation. VIP yeah. salvation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, none of that extra stuff. But now I think that there are certain things. Uh, I don't actually know. I don't know the answer to whether or not you could mm-hmm. lose your salvation at any point. Um, I do know that the door is always open, yeah. and that even at the eleventh hour, regardless of where you've at, been at your whole life, mm-hmm. God's gonna accept you. Um, but but yeah, that's just kind of my original thing. Like if it's you believe in Jesus, but you're holding on to those kinds of things, mm-hmm. I mean, 
it's the belief in your heart and the confession through your mouth that, yeah. that that's where the salvation comes mm-hmm. from. Yeah. Dude, I'm thinking of it like right now, just like in terms of a, a relationship, like with another human, right? Mm-hmm. Like say you have a significant other and you, quote, again, I'm going to do these quotation mark things that I did last time. Yeah. Quotation, like love them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And say they really have a problem with you drinking, whatever, that's just the example mm-hmm. I'm going to use. Um, and you really like drinking, right? And you say you love them, but you're not willing to give up that other thing for them. Like, is that, that, is that real love? Or is that like, I don't know, I feel like you're still holding back. You're not giving fully think, all that you could to that person. Yeah. Damn, that's a, that's a good analogy. But I think that's whenever the danger of lordship comes into play. Hmm. Of putting, you know, one thing over something that you're claiming to love. Yeah. You know, more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like when you look at, oh, yeah, this is this is a tricky one that we gotta like be careful how to navigate because like I don't yeah. want to say something that I don't truly believe. Mm-hmm. It's like wait, hold on, then like hear back. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, mm-hmm. so I think yeah, going into the the question and stuff is like you know Jesus tells us to not do these certain things, but then mm-hmm. a lot of times you know we do them and then that's it can fall into sin. Mm-hmm. But I think whenever it comes to the point where we're not willing to give up and we see that it's damaging, mm-hmm. you know, either, you know, us physically or spiritually or emotionally or mentally or like any of these mm-hmm. ways and we're not willing to give that up, you know, to see a fulfilling life in Christ. I think mm-hmm. that's whenever it becomes, you know, truly dangerous. And I mean, uh, Kyle, he said it many times is like, you know, not living, you know, out the word of God is like robbing yourself of fulfillment of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, there's stuff that the world has to offer that's pretty sick, and you know, it's really cool. Sure. Um, but yeah. like, ultimately, like, this is such a small flicker. This life. I mean, yeah. we had that rope analogy, you know, where it's yeah. like an inch on this like climbing rope that just goes on forever. But that's literally how eternity is. Mm-hmm. Is this inch mm-hmm. on this unending, you know, line? And so, to put lordship of certain things over Jesus. Mm-hmm. is whenever I think that's whenever it can start to get really dangerous and really, mm-hmm. you know, affect, not ne- maybe not necessarily your salvation, but as far as but your walk with God. Yeah, because I think at least I'm still, like, I grew up in the church, but I'm still, like, mm-hmm. relatively new to, like, dying into faith yeah. as my yeah. own type Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And the way I understand it and, like, from what I've talked to people is, like, yeah, I forget the verse, Calvin, you might know it, but, like, he who declares that Jesus Christ is king and is God's son is like is yeah. saved like whoever believes yeah. in Jesus mm-hmm. is saved you confess with your mouth yeah. that Jesus is Lord and repent, that he and repent from your sins and, yeah, like and that's God. like yeah then exactly you're saved but like saved. what Landon's saying is like you can be saved but continuing to walk in those ways of mm-hmm. whatever you know fill in the blank could hold you back from this full potential that God may have planned for you. Yeah. And you're not going to see that yeah. out because you're not willing to let go yeah. of these worldly things yeah. that have this hold on you. So what you're saying, and, and maybe talk about this or not re-gear, but just because someone's safe or safe, saved, 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 <laughs> do you think someone who's, who's saved or two people who are saved can have different levels of satisfaction in their life? Mm. Like spiritual satisfaction or just superior satisfaction in general? I think, I, I was going, I think, more for for spiritual satisfaction, but just mm-hmm. the idea that, like, let's say I'm here and I'm, yep, I've confessed with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Yeah. I'm, and, and that he died on the cross for my sins and, and raised from the dead, and, and I'm saved. Sure. But yet I still continue to hold on to some of those things. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. landing over here is like, boom. God, you saved me from where I'm at, from from the wreckage. It's all yours, and just die like every single thing from my life that's mm-hmm. yours. Mm-hmm. I believe Landon just being through through being the vessel and, and being able to be used by God. Yeah, like he's just going to receive more satisfaction in his life than than I would for sure. Yeah, and I think the word satisfaction in that sense is kind of can be swayed because yeah. like what is you know satisfaction and in the things of the world or things of the that's true and so like i could be you know like like you said with this analogy like you know giving everything to god but like i live in extreme poverty or homeless or something Mm -hmm. but i may be experiencing other satisfaction in my spirituality 
well, you know, you might be in a mansion or something like that. I think, so like... Fulfillment, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Or joy, maybe? Joy, like yeah, joy. finding like true yeah. spiritual joy. You know how we talked about at the hub, that last, mm-hmm. well, the very last <laughs> service before everything. <laughs> <laughs> so finding true joy. <laughs> but yeah, and so, yeah, no, I, I see that. And just finding satisfaction, finding true spiritual joy comes with giving your life to Jesus and to living out what he... Yeah. You know, has planned for you. Dude, Calvin, you said something the other day. Um, when we were talking about this? We, we were talking, I think it was related to this conversation, mm-hmm. but we were talking, like, you know, if, so if your heart is a house and there's different rooms in your house, right? Oh, yeah. And say it's like you got a big, big mansion, you got a big heart, a lot of different mm-hmm. rooms. Um, the ultimate goal is to have Jesus come in, Holy Spirit, to live in that heart and, like, live in every single room and then just completely, completely fill your heart and just let that light shine through. <laughs> But if you have a couple storage rooms where you're keeping these things that you don't want to let go, yeah. Jesus isn't going to be able to move in as fully as he'd like, mm-hmm. which then I think, yeah, would rob you from joy or yeah. blessings or whatever yeah. fulfillment that you might mm-hmm. have if you were to let him come in, completely take over the place. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Just looking at John 14, 15, as simple as this is, it says, if you love me, keep my commands. Um, and if we know that, like, that being said, like, I claim to love Jesus, so why yeah, wouldn't yeah. I keep his commands? Yeah. And then if we know that sin mm-hmm. separates us from God, and the more you hold on to that, the less and less personal that yeah. relationship is going to be, mm-hmm. um, in my mind, yeah. at least. Again, so, before we continue, I think we should, like, put a disclaimer. Like, everything we're talking about uh-huh. is, like, our, how our we opinion. interpret it, our yeah. opinion. Like, just None of us have been to seminary. Yes. None of us have. <laughs> we're not, we like. have extensive biblical, like, yeah, yeah. None of us have any college degrees. Nope. <laughs> But from our own experience and from reading what we've read and talking to others, and this is also like the first time we're having this discussion. Yeah, so we're yeah, working yeah. it out very, very raw. Trying, trying to. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think kind of two things. Going back to that, can you pull up the question again that your brother sent you just because there's like two kind of topic, two little. Um, yeah. No, give me one second. Yeah, you're good. Um, Okay, here's the question. So if I don't believe in what God says, does that make me a sinner or does it make me not accepted into heaven? Question mark. Yep. Or do I have to fully devote myself to him or can I fully devote myself to him and still have those other beliefs? Okay, so the part like it says not believing everything that God says. Um, like I think that's what he's saying, right? Is, is uh, like if I don't believe, it says what I don't believe in what God says, but I, you you said that it's like for like a couple things like if I still think that like this thing is okay or that thing is okay even sure. though in the Bible it says so like say like God has this I mean this, okay before I say this is not how it works but like for the sake of this yeah, question yeah. it's clarity um, so say God says you have to do one, two, three, four, and 5 yeah I do 1 through 4 but I don't agree with 5 or I don't yeah. believe in 5 okay can I still do those 1 through 4 yeah. and be considered okay, yeah. Christian or saved, however you want yeah. to put it. Okay, so I would say, just kind of because I was thinking about this in my head, it says that, that the scripture is, is God-breathed sure. and is useful for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training in righteousness. Um, but that it says like everything in scripture is, is God-breathed. Everything comes from the mouth of God, and yeah. he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Amen. so... He, everything that he says, whether that's Old Testament, New Testament, mm-hmm. has some sort of application for our own life today, yeah, whether that's sure. pointing to him or knowledge for us. So I, it, it's hard when you see people, they're like, oh, I believe in this half of it, but I, I decide to, to not, to ignore that part because that mm-hmm. doesn't fit with like how my yeah. own life lives. If you like, you got to, take the whole book not just like one or two verses and then the second part um is like why wouldn't you devote your whole life why wouldn't you give everything that you have like if you're stuck in prison Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden some dude who you've never met before comes and is like hey you're out of jail i just paid Mm -hmm. million two three four hundred million dollars for you to get a, out of prison. You must have done something bad if your bail was that high. Right? <laughs> I'm just trying to... Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know. I'm just making yeah, a large yeah. amount of numbers, large, large amount of money that I don't have. Yeah. And uh, I... I <laughs> <laughs> but, but I just... I paid that much money to get you out of jail. 
for good, and I put my son in there in your place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My only request is that I have I have these kind of these these rules. I have these guidelines that mm-hmm. I'm going to love you regardless of how you live mm-hmm. that out. But there are things out there that will hurt you, mm-hmm. and so these are just to help you and protect you from things out there when there aren't already guidelines or things that are in place. For sure, yeah. And like he's like, I'm not gonna prevent you from going back in jail mm-hmm. like you For can sake. go back in there yeah. Yeah. but but you don't have to go back there ever again like yeah. i'd be like yes sir i'm <laughs> i'm gonna follow you wherever yeah. you go yeah. because yeah. like i just see you're a life sentence and now you're free yeah. yeah yeah and so if you under you look back and like dang like i was i was messed up or like for myself mm-hmm. i really um i i heard a, a pastor speak on this not too long ago um but growing up in church, like I never had that like huge fall away from the faith. It was always faith. It was always kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. I know that God saves me, mm-hmm. but and it's not really my my works that are gonna get me to heaven. But mm-hmm. but I'm just such a good person. Like like my salvation's only gonna be like the last little bit up to that. that mm-hmm. That's what God gave me. Like yeah. I never had that like breakdown moment where I was like, crap. Like I gotta fix myself i gotta get off of drugs or i gotta go to a i gotta like <laughs> clean myself up sure. like sure. and i think for me like i really struggled with it's like people are like oh yeah give your testimony like i don't have that like fall away like, or that thing. that flip thing and yeah. it just kind of took a little bit longer i think maybe to develop that like deep love for just like yeah sitting down on the word not like mm-hmm. kind of it took me a while to kind of sit back and understand like even though my sins of of lying or lust or whatever like random little it's not that's not like murder or abuse or, like those sins are just as bad as yeah, as um like adultery or addiction or mm-hmm. any sort of murder yeah. um like like god sees sin as sin yeah. yeah and so for, like once i kind of saw that i was like dang like my little white lie of no mom i don't have any homework yeah. like that's yeah. that puts me in the pit yeah it's spooky it's <laughs> It's, it's crazy yeah, to think about, like, sin is sin, straight up. Like, like, there's, like, how hard it is to be, like, if the ultimate goal is to be like Jesus and be perfect, dude, if, like, telling your mom you did your homework is sin, is yeah. it's murder, you know how hard that is to yeah. be perfect all the time for Jesus? Yeah. And then you get... But the good news is, like, we don't have to do that. That's no, we don't. Thing. That's where grace comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, you're going to mess up. Ain't no way can be perfect. Only Jesus. And I'm going to love you. And that, I'm going to love you. And because of that, like, like that's why I sent my son. We were just, uh, we were planning this, uh, this series for the high school, and we're looking at like Jesus as as a human being, like, because he had to come and live out life on earth, and had to experience sadness and pain and hunger and thirst and stuff. And like, it's hard enough to live a perfect life when things are going your way, right? Yeah. Like, just yeah, things are going your way, but then, like, when there's somebody in opposition to you, like trying mm-hmm. to prevent you from from doing the things, the work of the Lord, like. That just makes it harder. And we were just looking at in uh, I'm blanking because I think it comes up in a couple different places, but uh, when Jesus goes out into the desert and fasts for 40 days, mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah. it says, and then Satan came and tempted him. Mm-hmm. Like, like I could be on a good day and Satan will come tempt me, and that just yeah. knocks me off my pedestal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. He's <laughs> walking to and fro. I know. He's all around just looking for opportunities. Yeah, dude. And that's, okay, so like that's a good transition to... Mm-hmm. A thought that I had about this question. So, like, say, again, I'll use the example of, like, drugs, right? Like, alcohol, marijuana, whatever. Like, I believe in God. I hold his commands except for these two things. I still really like to smoke. I really like to drink. Not mm-hmm. me personally. I'm just, again, hypothetically. Um, oh, dude, I, I highlighted the verse. Um, yeah, so it's First Peter 5, 8. It says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I don't think... Like, whether you think those things are wrong or not, that's between you and God, I think. I don't think that's any of our jobs to judge. Um, Mm -hmm. I personally don't think it's right um, because of that be alert and of sober mind because your enemy, the devil, is looking around for the prowl and wants to devour you like a lion, right? So, like, when you do those things, and sure, maybe, like, you have a drink with a buddy or whatever every now and again, Mm -hmm. um, whether, again, if that's, whether you think that's okay, it's up to you, it's up to God. I'm not saying one way or the other. But when you dive into that stuff and you hold on to that and you don't let it go, 
I think that gives the devil, who's prowling around like a lion, a, a doorway, like a loophole mm-hmm. to kind of get in and then start to dig away at your heart and eat at you. Um, and then, like, once that starts, that's just a dangerous road yeah. to go down. Um, because, yeah, he's always, he's always on the prowl, like, looking out for you, mm-hmm. trying to wait for you to slip, just like the tiniest little thing. I think the biggest thing for me is understanding, like, I don't think, like, nobody has it all right. Yeah. yeah. Like, for sure. we can sit there and, and study the Bible, and and there are certain things that some people pull in, like, that's super important. And some people are like, eh, I don't see that as important. I see this as more important. And, I mean, that's why we have sure. hundreds of denominations today of different churches. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever been to a denomination? Like, have you ever, like, been to a church just, like, visiting or whatever, and you're like, wow, like, different. it's different. Yeah. <laughs> but... Jesus is still being preached, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's yeah. still getting... one constant throughout all these denominations, I hope so, is that hope Jesus so. is being preached. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love and, God, love people. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I can't remember, uh, there was a pastor uh, at our church in Bahrain that we used to go to, Pastor Denny Barger. Um, he uh, he hey, said Denny. something. Hey, Denny. Yeah. He's, if he happens to listen, <laughs> I think it'd be great. Uh, but, and, and I'm butchering his words, but he used to basically say, like, there are, and he said it, it was a really poetic, like, in some ways something, and in other ways something, and then in everything, whatever. But basically, there's a poetic. few things that are, it was, like, very poetic in the way he said, I just can't remember. But he said, basically, there's a few things that we all as churches, in order to call ourselves churches and followers of Christ, like, we all have to hold those things, these yeah. things important. Yeah, man. Um, there are other things that that aren't as important, that, like, they're not salvation issues. Like, mm-hmm. it's not something that, like, whether you believe in this thing or not, like, it's not going to determine whether or not you go to heaven. It's not something that we're going to sit here and argue about and get into fights. Like, they're not Christians because yeah. they believe in that. Yeah. Um, but even through that, with all of that stuff, we need to be um, kind and loving. And um, there's that passage um that Renee had in his sermon this morning, um, mm-hmm. but he says, always be prepared to give a testimony, a reason for yeah. your hope. Yeah. And he says, and do it with uh, like gentleness. Yeah. Um, like not aggressive. Like, yeah. yeah. And and so just in that way, like no fire and brimstone testimony. Yeah. Please. No, no, no throwing Bibles. <laughs> yeah. And gentleness, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like even through all of the kind of disagreements we're like, yeah, okay. Like they believe in that. I, be- I believe in this. Like, mm-hmm. Still love Jesus. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, dude, we had that discussion in the kitchen with the drawing that I have on the fridge. Yes. I drew this picture of Jesus, the Jesus figure, just like embracing what I drew as me, like yeah. kind of just this helpless figure, just like leaning on the arms of Jesus, and Jesus like wrapping me in this big hug, and then around there, just all these different words of who I believe Jesus is, like Comforter, mm-hmm. Savior, mm-hmm. like Abba like, Father. Yeah, Abba Father. So many different words. And I don't, there was something me and Calvin like sort of disagreed on or something, and we yeah. were talking about it. And uh, but then we looked at that picture. We're like, yeah, at the end of the day, bro, like it's the same God for both yeah. of us. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. what it is, or at least it should be between yeah. churches and with us. Um, yeah. yeah, man, dude. Looking, one of my verses that like, I've been wrestling with a lot lately is First John. Um, 321 and it says dear friends if our hearts do not condemn us we have confidence before God mm-hmm. and you're saying there's like some people who pick out different things like this is more important or this is more important yeah um, I think different people have different levels of condemnation and different standards they hold themselves For to sure. um, yeah. just based on where they're at spiritually right yeah so like if I'm just starting out with my faith and I have this 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 going on right like cussing is probably the least of my concerns um but like as I grow and as I mature, like I'll slowly start to pick away mm-hmm. at those things to just be refined in this yeah. creation that God's making me. Um, For sure, and I think like, like I said, like as you start to walk in the Spirit and walk in and kind of yeah. the way that God has for you, like it's He's gonna do a lot of that refining and and working and before long, like seems like oh wow, like I stopped notice like you don't swear anymore or yeah. like just the, the change is going to be evident in, mm-hmm. in that. And so there's oftentimes like there's just, there's so much, I, even for myself, I'm like, dang, I gotta fix this or work on this or mm-hmm. whatever. And then I was, well, it's like, 
there are things that I can do, steps that I can take to like yeah. work on that and, yeah. and habits I can form, but it's a lifelong process. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that a lot of new people they feel like I have to be a perfect person perfect. now. Yep. Like it's like it has to happen now. Like I have to all this stuff that you know holds me now, I've accepted Christ and I have to throw it all out now. Which yes, you should. But like there's no such thing as a perfect Christian. No. Ever. Like never like ever. you're constantly gonna be battling with like different stuff here and there and what you know, like that verse, you know, what condemns you in your heart, you know, what doesn't maybe what doesn't condemn in your heart now might condemn you in your heart later. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, how you know, way earlier, about the Bible being God breathed and you know, mm-hmm. coming to be able to apply it into your own life. Do you believe do you guys believe that there's multiple applications for certain things that is said in the Bible? Like I may view this verse or this story and use oh. it in my life to go this way. Sure. Or like you may use it to go wrong completely different way or do you think that there's like only one like interpretation yeah yeah which that might be another question oh dang that's like whenever you're talking about that it's like because like i don't i don't know like examples but like there's different people that take different things out of context yeah yeah take it different ways mm -hmm. all the time exactly like you i mean you read the verse you know about being sober-minded and some people might think those as oh you know you know constantly looking towards god other people might see that as don't ever take a sip of alcohol. Yeah, literally, yeah, one hundred percent sober all the time. All the time, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, yeah. I feel like I don't know. That's something that I struggle with. Is like the more that I've been <laughs> diving into the word and reading it as me, rather mm-hmm. than you know hearing it from somebody else. Is yeah, like, dude, you know, like what how yeah. what I'm reading is not what I was taught. Exactly. Yeah. And that's at the end of the day, bro. It's like that's what it is. It's it's a relationship. It's not yeah. a list of rules to follow day by day. Yeah. Like check A, check B, check C. It's like mm-hmm. you and the Creator. Yeah. You guys battle out whatever you got to battle out. You got to exactly. figure things out exactly. from me and him. And then at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah, Abba and son, it's yep. her daughter, and just like mm-hmm. working it together. It is, yeah. Love God, love people. One thing that I've started doing is as I take notes in my Bible and as I read, or whether it's in my journal or in my Bible, I have started dating things because I've read something and I'll like highlight something or underline or circle like a certain word that sticks out or I'll take mm-hmm. it a certain way and I'll kind of write like a couple words or a phrase that like like oh yeah like that's where i knew like mm-hmm. kind of interpretation or whatever and write the date on it and be like yeah. oh and then come back and read it like it two years later and it's like whoa that's totally different it's like yeah. i can still see that like that is still applicable mm-hmm. but now at this stage of my life i see maybe it's not just this or maybe yeah. it's a little bit different from that and i yeah. think like it's it, it is a personal relationship it's not we're not sitting here our job is not to be told mm-hmm. what what scripture means necessarily we have, that's why we have pastors and, and leaders is to help us and and guide us and mm-hmm. in that but it was never supposed to be the pastor was never yeah. supposed to be the only person that was yeah was was preaching or giving exactly. kind of spiritual influence yeah. to i mean that's that's where um that's where the holy spirit comes in is yeah. they're the ones who actually give us the ability to interpret the scripture and i think yeah. i think they're maybe not that there are multiple I want to say not that there aren't multiple t- interpretations because I'm there's examples that I can't think of, but I would say more so than that. I think it one depends on kind of where like the stage of life that you're in kind of frames mm-hmm. where the way you're thinking out of it, thinking about sure. it, yeah. and then because of that, I think there's probably different things about that verse that would stand out to different people yeah, based on where you're at in your season. Right. So if I'm kind of at a point where I've been struggling with like a recurring sin or something, mm-hmm. or like that idea of grace mm-hmm. might stand out and and be like, oh, like, thank you, Lord, that that I have grace. Whereas mm-hmm. there's that passage where, like, Paul talks about grace, but he's like, but so just because we have grace, does that mean we should keep on sinning that way that we can have more grace? Right. And Paul's like, absolutely <laughs> not. Like, no, let's keep yeah. going. So if I'm, like, if I'm at a point where, like, I'm good, like, my relationship with God's good, it's like, Rather than being like, oh, I'm okay if I sin because there's more graces. Like, no, like, like, I don't know. They're just like different things always stand out to me, kind of yeah. based on where I'm at, kind of in my yeah. walk and personal yeah. life with Christ. Yeah, that's something I've also found. Is like, there's many times, yeah, I go back to the Bible and what I interpreted at one point in my life is like completely different. And it's yeah. like you can't read the same passage and get the same you know reaction. Yeah, I mean you can, but <laughs> I'm not saying you can't. But like over time, like it. It changes yeah. and everything. And yeah, that's, I feel like that's something I've been like 
maturing and also struggling it. It's like, well, shoot, like all this stuff that I was taught growing up, I'm mm-hmm. starting to, I don't know if that's like what I should be believing, yeah. you know? I mean, I think yeah, at the base core of it, like where it's all at, I'm glad, you know, where in the atmosphere that I was raised in the church in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, to like have the foundation, but again, like making it my own. Yeah. It's like almost convicted me, mm-hmm. but like yeah. has also like matured me in a sense. It's like, cause like, again, like I'm like going at it for now, at least like on my own, which I think, you know, that's can be dangerous, you know, to have somebody, you should have somebody to talk to, talk to you through all this, but like, mm-hmm. if, like whenever I'm reading it on my own and stuff, you know, going in my quiet times, like things like that and like reading it and then disagreeing with what I thought way back when mm-hmm. and just, yeah, finding all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, go ahead. I, see, I grew up in the church, and so, like, I knew all the Bible answers, and yeah. you were asking about Jesus, and I could, yeah, I, I could, I could give you all the answers, answers yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could tell you the stories, I could list the disciples, I could do this and the other, right? But, like, I didn't know Jesus, personally. Yeah. Like, I just, again, I would <clears> say <throat> the answers, and I knew yeah. what to do and how to, like, play the role. But, like, ultimately, I had to hit my rock bottom yeah. and find God for myself and then start to navigate my way back. Yeah. And then it became like a real thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Like back then, dude, I probably would have people would ask me if I'm a Christian, I'd be like, Yeah, sure, yeah, whatever. But like, am I still gonna go party and do this and that? Of yeah, course, right? Yeah. Like I'm gonna do other things because that sounds mm-hmm. more fun to me than exactly. reading my Bible. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. once I realized that without him, like we're literally nothing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we need him. And then like once that starts, that's what we're talking about, like the relationship aspect. Like that's when you start to grow and you start to learn. And things that you used to think or you were taught growing up, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe start to get a little challenged. Yeah, yeah. By how you perceive it and how God's speaking to you personally. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. One thing I was gonna say, but I, I have a, it's a funny, anecdote type thing. What is that, an anecdote? I hear that word all the time. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What? What? We're like same. What? What is? It? <laughs> what is it? Stupid. But yeah, like what? What does it mean for for him? No. Uh, <laughs> It's like a, it's like a short little like brief memory, kind of like a you're telling a story about a memory that you had. Ah, uh, so like a side in a play. Exactly. Yeah. A short, sure. amusing, or interesting story about a real incident or person. Oh. Yes. Okay. So my anecdote. I'm gonna start using that word. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Go so my anecdote is this funny little intro that kind of on that same topic, like the guy that that kind of knew how to give all the right answers and stuff, and and so mm. there's this kid who's sitting in Sunday school class and and. Uh, the youth pastor goes, all right, so what's brown and furry and lives in a tree and eats nuts? And then this kid raises his hand. He's like, I know the right answer has to be Jesus, but it sounds like a squirrel to me. And it's just like, Jesus, Jesus, that's a squirrel. Um, but yeah, for me, like one of the things, like I grew up in church and kind of always was just kind of took things as, as they were told to me and mm. as I've been reading um, more and more, like some, I don't know if it's just kind of in the this stage I'm at, but I, I'll, the last probably like six months as I'm reading through, like I read it, I'm like that makes total sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then this last week I was in my quiet time and um, we kind of had mentioned, talked about it a little bit um, the other day, but I was just sitting in and, and It'll probably be a topic for another podcast, but I was really sat down. I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree with this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm struggling. Yeah, that's yeah. that's hard. Like, I don't know if if what that says right there is. I was like, I, I don't know why that's in the Bible. Yeah, that's that's hard. Yeah, and uh, and and I I was, was like, I don't know. And I was like, Jake, what do you think this means? And then I've I've had a couple conversations with some people. And I think it'd be go and have a separate podcast because it's going to take yeah. I think a little bit of time to talk this out but that's the thing too is like there's so much historical context and other things in the Bible like when it was written that we don't oh, know for sure. we don't understand uh-huh. that can be confusing to interpret for yeah. us today that would well we can discuss your question on another podcast I know that's why I was like because cause it's tough man it's a tough one we don't have another 40 minutes how long are we going right now where are we at I was going to do some some math because it's just the number of, of bars that we got. So, oh, we're chilling. We're chilling. We got we're time. Chilling. Sweet. We got. So, 
what do you guys think? I feel like we've kind of been talking, discussing it, but like at the end of the day, I feel like we're all kind of on the same page. Like, let me read that question again because I'm so. Yeah, mm-hmm. can you do what God says, but also still hold on to other things and be accepted into heaven? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, that's it now. Yes, um, we're done. Yeah, that's... Like, we can go back and forth and talk about that. Yeah, it's like, All right. really, can you still hold on to certain things? And I'm, I'm assuming that those certain things are sin. Yeah. And still be accepted in death. I think again that this comes back to lordship. You know, what are you holding? Exodus uh twenty yeah. verse three says you shall have no other gods before me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that kind of sets it straight up, like right there, and I think that can correlate mm-hmm. a lot of stuff within the New Testament as well mm-hmm. as you know, the greatest command mm-hmm. is to love one another. And so don't have any gods before me and love yeah. God and love people. Yeah, and so <clears throat> again, I mean that just jumps back right to where what we talked about at the beginning is like if you're you're a girlfriend in Navia, again, like if you're holding that one thing that's keeping you from getting closer with God mm-hmm. and being like, I'm not gonna give this up because I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, it's you know, robbing, you know, my girlfriend of I guess I don't know, like, like fulfillment. Yeah, the real sense. like the, the whole intimacy that could be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like robbing yourself of happiness and a full life with Jesus yeah. by holding, you know, those certain things. Yeah, dude, I was, Calvin was talking about that, uh, the prison analogy you got, Kim, that yeah. put you out and all that. Uh-huh. I had one that I thought of my quiet time that I was going to yeah. show my middle schoolers. And then you we'll didn't share now, because, yeah, because <laughs> canceled <laughs> coronavirus, <laughs> man. So, hopefully, some of you sixth grade and seventh and eighth graders are listening, but shout out sixth grade, because that's my Bible study. the boys. It's the boys. Um, so, if I were to go and tell you that, you know, I have $100 million in that closet right there. And in a week, it can be yours. Like, I have 200 million, 100 million for each of you, right? Mm-hmm. You. In a week, you can come get it if you follow these rules, right? And rule number one, if you had homework, you have to do your homework. Rule number two, you have to listen to your mom. Rule number three, you have to eat healthy. Rule number four, an hour of TV a day. Rule number five, like, at least 60 minutes of outside play, mm-hmm. okay? Even if you didn't 100% believe me, like, even if you were a little skeptical, like, eh, I don't know if he has $100 or $100 million for me. Wouldn't you still, like, why wouldn't you still take that risk? Because all the things, the rules that I'm telling you are for your benefit. Yeah. And at the end of the week, even if I don't have $100 million, you're still going to be better for that yeah, week yeah. of you still doing your homework, playing, playing outside, outside watching yeah. less yeah, TV, exactly. listening to your mom. But joke's on you. Like, I do have that $100 million. Yeah. So I'm telling you all these things that are going to help you. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it all, you're going to get $100 million yeah. as a prize. Yeah. And, like, to me, like, that seems so... Like, why wouldn't you do that even yeah. if you didn't 100% yeah. believe just on the slight chance that there is that $100 million? Yeah, that makes um, sense. I heard, a, I heard a pastor, and then somebody else said it in something else that I saw, but he basically said that, like, even if you're skeptical, yeah. like, just ask God. Like, yeah, even if you're skeptical, he's there. Like, ask him to show you. He's he's like a lion who's, who's trapped in a cage, yeah. and... You don't need mm. to defend the lion. Like all you yeah. need to do is unlock the door, and then he's yeah. gonna he'll he'll show himself to you. Bro, yes. And I think if you're willing to ask that question to to be like, okay, God, like mm-hmm. if you're real, show me in some way. Yeah. Like he's gonna do it. Yeah, it might hurt. Like he might push some buttons. It it might hurt a little bit, but it's good for you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What you were saying earlier about, like, if you want to be better, there's only so many steps you can take. You can do this, this, and the other. But, like, at the end of the day, there's some things that are totally out of your control that, like, you just have to give it up to God. Like, dude, change me. Like, show me what I need to work on, work in my heart to, like, mold me into who you want me to be. And just to give him that full free reign to just kind of come in, fill every room of your mansion heart, and then just, yeah, change your freaking life because he will slowly. Like, it doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to be Mr. Perfect all of a sudden. Yep. But, dude, he works. I think from that, I developed a question that I think we shouldn't tackle this podcast. Good. Good. We got it. But, yeah, I'll let you guys read it, and we'll keep it, you know, the listeners, you know, on their tippy toes. Uh, Okay. 
Okay. So like, I think it's like, you know, what we just talked about is you know, yeah. it's a two-parter. For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. In all honesty, because the math, I was trying to do the math, figure out how long we're at, what, what time we're at right now, and it's not working out. We don't, so, we don't understand. So we don't, we don't understand why the math's not working out. Oh. So in all honesty, if this ends up being like, if it's been an hour already. We're, we're sorry. We're sorry. And it, we might just cut it in half and, and post one and then right. post the next one in two days. Sweet. Just because I think. Bored. We're bored. <laughs> we have nothing and to do, man. <laughs> especially if we go on like full lockdown, dude. Yeah. yeah. Then we'll have nothing to do, just and we'll just, we'll just we'll back, just keep podcasting. Dude, yeah, it will. I mean, just be doing Real. yard work and uh, and then podcasting, and so we'll have yeah, a bunch of stuff. Um, is that you know, think so that's, there, there's a verse like before you wrap up. Yeah. yeah. It's just been like on my mind this whole time. Um, Romans five eight. Do you guys you know it? Not off the top of my head, but I know as soon as you say it, I'm gonna be like, "Yep, that's yep. it." <laughs> I could probably quote it to you without the reference. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read the first half, see if you can finish it. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this: while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Boom! While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so Zeke, like, the way I interpret it is like, whether you believe this and that, and you're still doing other stuff, you want to believe God or whatever, dude. Like, that's between you and Him. But like, while we were still sinners, while you were still messing up, yeah. while you were still down. Like, he yeah. died before you were even yeah. born, for you. Um, and he would do it again. A million times Even over. if it was just for you. Exactly. I think, for myself, it was easy to be like, oh, yeah, obviously, like, he died on the cross. And he died on the cross. Even, like, in my own prideful state, I was like, he died for me. Like, a yeah. little bit. A little bit he died for me. But it was yeah. mainly for those 7 billion out there right now that are living in sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But even if everybody else was perfect and it was just you. Yep. All he and, and and that was it. All he had to do was, all right. I'm gonna send my son again to die on the cross. He would do it, even if it was just for you. One person, the one sheep. And that was something I was convicted of earlier. You know, I think this month was just. I feel like we've watered down the crucifixion of Jesus. Dude, like it's what he did. Brutal. It's, it's brutal. Like just yeah, like yeah. the physic, the physicality of like what he went through, but like also just like the sobering realization of what he went through for us. Now. Like, so it's like, yeah, you know, we, you know, end our prayers with, you know, thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins, all that, you know. And it's like, yo, he didn't have to. Nope. Yeah, he did. And even, you see when he's, like, pleading in the garden, like, he didn't have to. He didn't have to do any of this. He's like, take this cup from me, please. Please, yeah. No, as we get closer to Easter, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, it's been a while, but I kind of, I really want to go back and and rewatch the Passion of the Christ. Like, that's a big one. I think that'll, that'll break my two-and-a-half-year crying streak. Yeah, man. I was just, like, <laughs> it's been two-and-a-half years? I haven't cried. What, what are you at? Are you yeah, crying? Yeah, I cried a while ago. There was Aww. something that happened back home. Oh, yeah. Cried tears in my eyes. Cried again, man. Yeah. Dang, it I... Good, man. Heck yeah. No, that's not... I want to cry. I cried, like, two weeks ago. And then I think I saw... that often for me. And then I think I watched some on TV and was like, oh, that's cute. And my eyes started water. I was like, no! I don't it's like, is that is that a cloud of the chance of meatballs? Is the yeah? Terry Crews guy's like, get back in there, dear. Oh, I thought you were saying you cried during class. No. It's the meatballs. Oh man. Dude, so like, just back into crucifixion. Sorry. Just think of it like, like your own father, like your physical dad. If you were to watch that man be nailed to a cross, tortured, whipped. Thorns on his head, like that almost alone. Just thinking that brings me to tears. That was gnarly. And watching that happen, and knowing that he did that so you would not have to, like, dude. Yeah, I mean that. Like I said, almost brings me to tears just thinking about that. But that's how it is, though. Like that's our Father, Abba, God, Jesus, like, did that for us. And 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 then because of that, he says, like, I don't know. It just came to me. Like, he took on the cross for us. But then in return, he asks us. He took our cross from us. Yeah. But then he also then tells us to, to, to carry our cross. And, and right. so I think, like, he's taken that physical, like, the, the sin, the shame, the condemnation, all that mm-hmm. eternity of separation from him. Mm-hmm. But then in turn, he, he then tells us to take the, the things that would give us temporary satisfaction, yeah. temporary fulfillment. Yeah. And and turn away like he's like that's not gonna sustain you like for real and like dude if he can go through all that you know suffering nails through the hand like 
broken ribs, suffocation up on the cross, mm-hmm. and all this brutal stuff, who am I to say that, no, I don't want to stop drinking or smoking or doing yeah. this, that, and the other yeah. because it feels good? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think that puts it in perspective. For real. Yeah. <laughs> We're selfish as humans. Like, we hold on to what we want to hold on to. When there's such a greater promise like waiting yeah. for us, if we can just let it go. Yeah, and I think going back to uh, <coughs> talking about having a hundred million in the closet, you know, and just having these, you know, sit, you know, these rules laid out before us, you know, to have that hope of that, you know, hundred million dollars, the actual prize, what we actually have in store, yeah. so much better than that. So much better. Than Absolutely, like, like, like not even close. Hundred million dollars. <laughs> for real. Like that, what is actually come? Yeah. Got these, you know, little things laid out in front yeah. of us. Not to take them lightly, but to yeah, yeah. It's a growth Do process. Well. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. Sick. You never stop growing. Sweet. Can you have a podcast in heaven? You want to be the number one podcast in heaven? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to be boastful or prideful or anything, but like, we're gonna be top dogs in heaven. We will be. We're the angels. Yeah, we're, we're, gonna, the, yeah, we're the we're the angels. The same, uh, the we were the part. We, we, we were the interns. Ooh, but now we're the angels. <laughs> no, we're gonna have like that same uh, argument that the disciples had. Who's gonna be at the right hand of Jesus? Oh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be me, man. Who's gonna no, be the top we, podcast in heaven? Hey, it's gonna be we're the interns for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, All right. <laughs> sweet. A uh, couple things. I'm oh, yeah. Think. Uh, well, a couple of you guys said that you wanted us to start filming our podcast, so I think we're going to start doing that next Heck week. Yeah. Um, but just as a fun little game, because I think most of you know us, um, we're saying as you're sitting in your cars or in your house or doing whatever work you're doing and you're listening to us, have you ever thought about... Uh, I wonder, I wonder what it looks like. Yeah. I wonder like if I could see their podcast, see them film the podcast. Like, I wonder what that looks like. We think it would be entertaining. Really for us, we think it'd be entertaining oh, to yeah. see what you guys think. Um, if you would, if you want to, go ahead and draw, whether that's like a diagram or a setup or a picture of like what you think us filming our podcast or recording our podcast looks like yeah. um, before we show it to you, uh, just because we think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be... Also, if we have any artistic people out there, I'm very curious. Like, I think it'd be hilarious to get pictures of what you guys think we look like. Yeah, <laughs> as people, if you want to post. I know. Yep. We have, we have, and we have, we have a podcast <laughs> art right now. It's it's that we are the interns well, thing. Dude, but if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna if, I was gonna say, I was yeah. if if we got one of you guys yeah. or Jake like a cool like version of us, yeah. almost like caricatures a, of us, caricatures of us like with the podcast mic, we'll post that up. That'll be that'll be on our Instagram and. Not that anybody sees our email, but <laughs> yep. thank you. Uh, I don't necessarily want to give away the, the laptop. Like yeah, <laughs> thank you. Laptop. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, laptop. No, I don't. I don't necessarily want to give away the 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 identity of the person, but thank you so much for your email. Like that was such a, a kind email to, oh, yeah. to send us, and um, I hadn't opened it in a couple days. I was like I'm gonna go open it up and look, and so uh, yeah, that was cool to. It was. It was uplifting. People's listening to us. Man. The fact that yeah, the people's <laughs> listening. The fact that people are listening and it's not just like listening because, because we're their friends or that they're just like oh yeah I got nothing better to do but it's like actually they're actually yeah. enjoying it and, yeah. and taking heart in that. Um, it is, dude. Our numbers are gonna go way down after coronavirus is over. <laughs> For <Yeah>. real. <laughs> well, now I have better things to do than listen to these fools. Hey, you'll be driving around a lot more and so you'll need something to listen exactly. to in the car. So. Exactly. We should have little mini episodes for your short trip to Costco or whatever. Also, fun fact, I learned uh, the other day, it's spelled Costco. There's a T. Yeah. You didn't also, know that? just C-O-S-C-O, Costco. Yeah. Because it's like a low-cost yeah. company. Yeah. I don't know. I just always thought it was Costco, not Costco. Is that actually what it is? Because I just made that up on the spot. No, low I think it is. Company? I don't know if it's a low-cost company, <laughs> but I think cost it was is like important. Like it's... I don't it's part of the name it's, for a reason. Yeah. We're going to do some research, get back to you guys as to why Costco. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Costco. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, filming the podcast, hopefully starting next week. Uh, we want to see your artwork because we love getting interaction for you guys. It just makes what we do more fun to be able to like yeah. talk it's about it and have fun. Um, Help us. We especially. Guests, that's that's yeah. what I was thinking. And it'd be, cool to, yeah. it'd be cool to like get some of our close friends, but then also reaching out to, I know I have a couple connections with like, previous interns from the Twin yeah, Lakes yeah. Oh, intern ministry. We're um, the old interns. Were and the interns. Were the interns. The and word. they were the were, were they were the were interns and we're the we're interns. Yes, yes. Yep. We and, 
And so, yes, we have the apostrophe and the house. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just had coffee with one of my good friends. He was an old intern. Um, and just got to pick his brain about life post-internship. And it'd be fun to get some of them on yeah. the podcast yeah, to be like, awesome. what some of the questions that we kind of talked about or answered already or haven't yet. And like, what are things that you've learned, things that you've taken away? How are things different? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have any suggestions on topics or guests that mm-hmm. are like actually feasible and not like Joe Rogan. Um. <laughs> Let's get Joe Rogan on where the interns to talk about Jesus. That would be a great That would be so sick. We have to put a disclaimer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this episode... That contains explicit language. Yes, it <laughs> does. The views are not affiliated with Twin Lakes Church. I feel like we'd have to do it off campus property. <laughs> <laughs> off church property. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But Joe Rogan, if you're listening to this, we definitely want you on our podcast. Yeah, man. Also, let us on your podcast. For real. For that would be real. So sick. That would be that would be so sick. Also, some like ringside seats. <laughs> yeah. Would be oh, sick yeah. For yeah. the next like UFC event, yeah. it's on. We can work all that well, later when we meet. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you saw the other, if you saw the one most recent of the highlights. Yeah, nobody's there. It was just so empty. I was like, oh, dang. Yeah, that's... tickets are cheap. Let's go watch some fights. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll risk coronavirus. Yeah. I'm in my fights. 20s. Nobody. Let's have our own fights. Start Fight Club. Dude, just get, like, the table out of the living room. Yo. The area. Cover ourselves in, in Vaseline and just. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> Yo. That's uh, a story for a different time, I have to tell you guys. All right, well, I think with uh, Vaseline covered bodies, I'm going to go put some Vaseline on. Yeah, get ready. Uh, Jesus loves you guys. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to hear more of The Interns, you can listen to them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you'd like to contact them, you can email them at worthyinterns at gmail.com. You can also follow them on Instagram at worthyinterns. Catch you next week, or in three. We don't know. Thanks!